Coming up on the Venus Cuckoldress podcast. Um, yes. There's actually one specific fantasy I've always been very curious to find a couple that's in for. And this is more at the extreme end, but it's uh, going on the honeymoon with a couple and fucking the wife throughout the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, that, oh, I actually had a couple a couple months ago I was talking to. And they were like, we're, we're actually engaged. And that sounds phenomenal. It didn't work out for other reasons. But, like, that would just be such an amazing story to just share. And, like, people be like, Good God, that actually happened? Like, yeah, got video. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, one encounter, it was a man that really wanted to be in the lifestyle. And we've been talking for maybe two or three weeks. And he invited me out to dinner with him and his wife. So I show up at the restaurant. Well, we're sitting there talking. And his wife arrives. And we, her and I discovered at the same time that she didn't know what was happening. She didn't know that I was going to be at this dinner. God. Yeah, so they got into a fight right there and there in the restaurant, and I excused myself and carried on my night. You are now listening to the Venus Cuckoldress Podcast, a place to learn all things cuckolding for the curious, the passionate, and the sexually empowered woman who wants it all. Go to venuscuckoldress.com. You'll find the new Queen's Quarters fan destination. Book a one-to-one chat with me, listen to the private podcast, and even get access to my secret Snapchat group, where I share some of my most intimate encounters. Now sit back, make yourself comfortable, and let's dive right into this episode. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this episode of the Venus Cuckoldress Podcast. I'm your host, Venus. Thanks so much for joining me today. And today I have such a cool guy, Kuo Geo, joining me to talk about what it's like to be a dominant bull creator of all sorts of super sexy cuck porn content. And this guest actually was recommended by one of my helpful cucks. And that's a tier, in case you're wondering what the fuck that is. It's a tier on the in the Queen's Quarters fan uh, hub, which is the new uh, fan hub on venuscuckoldress.com. And if you join that tier, uh, you get lots of perks. But that's one of them is that you get to suggest some um, episode ideas and guests. And so that's how this all came about for today's show. And by the way, I am... I know I've said this before, but I'm going to say it again. <laughs> I absolutely love the Helpful Cuck tier. <laughs> I have so much fun with it. It is so great. Once a week, we do a live hangout, and it's just a small group of us. So, oh my God, I love it so much. I always have such a good time. And I have an upcoming lifestyle party that I'm going to go to. It's actually an interracial hotel takeover event. So <laughs> I said, RIP my pussy. <laughs> three nights. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, shit. I don't I don't even know. I don't even know. But I'm just gonna need a lot of ice packs. That's all I know. But anyway, my, <laughs> my helpful cucks have been helping me figure out what to wear and what shoes I need to bring and just all this excitement leading up to it. They've been really great. So if you want to join the Helpful Cuck tier and help out as well, be helpful. Why not? Go to venuscuckoldress.com. That's enough spiel about that. But really, honestly, I love, I love the Helpful Cucks. It is so fun. Okay. Um, upcoming events. There's a pillow talk coming up. And that is October 22nd. It is a Saturday. Mark your calendar. If you want to participate, super easy. Just go to venuscuckoldress.com and check it out on the events page. All right, let's just jump right into today's episode with QGO. Here we go. Here is QGO. He's a dominant, a bull, and a creator 
that has been active for a decade, playing with couples in the hot wife and cuckold lifestyles. He focuses on those couples that also have a heavy interest in BDSM and want to explore the intersection of spouse sharing, exhibitionism, and kink. All right. Thank you so much for joining me on the show today. I'm so happy to have you. Say hello to all of the listeners. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, this is QOG. First time ever on anything like this, actually. So, yeah, you're the first. Great. Okay. So, I, I, it was one of my fans uh, that suggested that he would love to have you as a guest on the show. And so I looked you up and sent you an invite, and I'm so happy to have you here. So you are a self-proclaimed dominant bull creator. Those three things, am I correct? Correct. And that's kind of the order I put them in order of importance when I focus on myself primarily. Okay. And um, so... Uh, tell me how you got started in this lifestyle. Oh, so about a decade ago in college, I had some friends that were looking to explore more sexually in their relationship. They wanted to try some threesomes. So they invited me to come along and join them in those. Um, did it a couple times, and somewhere along the way, the boyfriend started finding himself enjoying more sitting on the sidelines as opposed to participating. Yeah. And over time, he kind of figured out, like, oh, he has a hot wife kink, although he didn't really know what to call it at the time, but he enjoyed watching more than participating. Yeah. Uh, that went on for about a year until we graduated. Uh, they moved across the country, so that ceased happening. Um, but last I spoke to them, they delved more into the femdom side. So they were exploring more there and you know, expanding their horizons. Mm-hmm. Uh, from there, I actually got into some long-term monogamous relationships after which I came out of, and I started playing with couples again, more long-term, a lot more low-key than I am now. Um, there was no kind of content creation or anything of that nature at that time. Um, then COVID hit, quarantine, everything shut down. There was nothing to do. I picked up photography as a hobby just to fill the time, you know, not you know, go crazy out of boredom. Um, one of the couples I played with, Previous to COVID, started being more uh, interested in you know, starting things back up because it felt less dangerous <laughs> to meet people again. Yeah. Um, and we'd been just kind of talking about photography at the time. And just like been showing off pictures, like astrophotography and architecture and just you know, vanilla things I'd been doing. Um, and she liked it. So she said, like, hey, bring along the camera. Let's combine it with the debauchery and see what we come out with. <laughs> so we captured some photos, some videos, shared little snippets and things on Reddit originally and there was immediately an audience a fan base that just kind of blew up yeah um people then <laughs> asked me for seven or eight months to start an only fans <laughs> um, and the couple i've been playing with i already had their only fans so they were sharing some stuff on their own but they weren't sharing long videos just because they didn't have the knowledge as far as like editing things to cut like you know 20 40 minute videos and such like that and people really want to see longer videos. So I resisted for seven, eight months. And I said, why not? Some you know, extra spending money wouldn't hurt. And it also would just be nice to be able to present, or present a more you know, non-pornified view into what the lifestyle is like at a yeah. higher quality. Because I really became a photography nerd at that point. <laughs> I was really a stickler for just image quality and things like that. So I started my OnlyFans in October 2020. Uh, immediately blew up. Uh, I think the first end of the first month, I had like twelve or thirteen hundred fans, and it's just been a journey since then. Oh, that's great! So, so obviously, cuckolding is a big part of the content that you create. Um, how does how do you feel about that role of being a bull? Is that something that you feel passionate about? Yeah. So. It's, it's a mix right there because I'm, like I said, I'm primarily a dominant. So, but one of my biggest kinks in that arena is fantasy fulfillment. So I really do love just getting just like the kernel of an idea from a woman or a couple and just kind of you know, turn that into something bigger, something amazing. Something they look at it and go, holy shit, I didn't ever think about ourselves. So that's fun. Um, but I also do play in a very specific niche of, I only play with 
women that are into BDSM. So like all my couples are, you know, submissive women or switch women. And they may have a femdom side and they dominate their husband or things like that. There's some element of heavy kink to it. Right. Um, so it's fun there to help them explore their cuckolding or hot wife kink, as well as whatever BDSM fantasy they may have, whether that's like rope bondage or suspension, or spanking, whatever it may be. Right. Yeah. So I have some women who, you know, their husband brings up this kind of relationship to them, this fantasy. And they're like, the women are like, but I'm, I'm not dominant. Like I'm very sexually submissive. Like how <laughs> yeah. do I, this doesn't make sense to me. How, how do I do this? It sounds like you would be like the perfect bull for, for her. <laughs> I have been in that role a couple of times as far as coaching a woman that doesn't really feel secure in like dominating her husband. Yeah. But that's really what he's after. So it's honestly, I think I've done a few videos, but it's just like tips and like, Hey, here's something you could say. And a lot of the times me and the wives will find ourselves just scheming beforehand over texts or planning out things. I mean, like I have to run things by them be like, all right, this might be a little extreme. Do you think you'd be into this? And I almost never had a, no, it's always like, yeah, he'd very much be into that. <laughs> uh, I remember very early on, one of the ideas I ran by a couple, or actually the wife um, was, Hey, do you think he'd be into if in the middle of the date, I made him get down on all fours and be a stool to throw my legs up on while you blew me. And she was like, yeah, he'd probably lose his mind. <laughs> he ended up talking to her about for weeks. So yeah, it worked out well. I love that you were that you use that word scheming. I think that's part of the fun of this kind of relationship is the planning is the like, you know, anticipation of things or the flirting or the texting or whatever. And so I love that you use that word. That's great. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, so okay, so and are the cuckold husbands always there watching or involved in the scenes that you do? It varies. Um, when possible, we always like to do that. But, you know, coordinating three adult schedules to get them in the room can prove to be a hassle a lot of the time. Yeah. So uh, for more local couples, a lot of the times the wife will come by themselves. But you know, we always send the husband an abundance of video afterwards. So he never misses out anything. Yeah. Uh, but when the husband can come, yeah, absolutely, we have the husband come. There is the occasion where there are husbands who prefer not to come, not because of timing, just that's their preference. Uh, sometimes it's due to something like a cheating fantasy, or they just prefer that the wife come back and you know, tease them with like the play-by-play of what happened in their own words and things like that. Right. Okay. Yes, that's fun too. <laughs> no, no. It was a little different. <laughs> What's your favorite way to include the cuck when he is there? So usually if it's a husband with a cuckle fantasy, so he has a humiliation kink, it's just coming up with things, like I said before, like scheming with the wife for things he would really enjoy. So an example was like that stool example I gave earlier, or it'll be just verbal humiliation uh, saying like, uh, Hey, don't you wish you could fuck your wife this well? You really, you know, can't satisfy her, things like that. And I usually like to egg the wife to do the verbal humiliation. So I'll like grab her hair, pull her head up, make a look at it and be like, tell him how good this dick is. Or like, tell him how you wish he could fuck this well or things like that. Because I think that is a lot more impactful to the husband if they have a cuckold humiliation cake. Like I don't have a serious emotional connection to them but their wife does those words just hit a lot harder yes it's an emotional slap <laughs> yeah exactly i like it uh the husband was just a hot wife kid so it's just there for the voyeurism doesn't yeah. want any humiliation anything like that uh, mostly they like to play cameraman so I'll just hand him a good camera and be like hey grab all the great angles go for it have fun <laughs> so yeah Speaking of, how do you deal with, um, well, in my experience, I've come across lots of what I, what um, people in the lifestyle call these mini Spielberg cucks, who <laughs> they want to basically direct a scene. They want, it, they want it exactly this way. They want you to say this one thing. They want you to look like this and everything needs to be the you know way that ha they have this fantasy in their mind they want it mm -hmm. played out exactly like that i personally find it annoying as fuck um how do you <laughs> how do you deal with no with those I, guys i know exactly the type you're talking about i haven't encountered <laughs> them um more at the beginning i encountered them now 
in the conversations I have beforehand with a couple just to make sure we're all on the same vibe, we're all on the same page. It's going to be a good connection. Uh, those are one of the things I can kind of sense up front. And because I don't enjoy being in that situation either. The whole thing just feels, it feels like low production professional porn. And that's not something I'm interested in being involved in. Like, I don't want to walk in there with a script and be like, all right, here are your lines. That's not interesting. So when I sense that a husband, that's what he's after, like those are relationships I don't pursue. Yeah. So for all of you mini Spielberg cucks listening right now, stop that shit. (laughs) (laughs) It's what she wants and it's what you, what the bull wants too. I mean, for fuck's sakes, just, we're not fantasy dispensers. I can't stand that shit. Um, So have you generally always been treated with respect or have you had some disastrous encounters with couples? Oh, man. Early on, I had some interesting situations before I knew better, knew how to spot trouble. Ah. Um, One of the earliest I can remember was, I think this is much, not this exact scenario, but this kind of idea. There's lots of, honestly, I think there's a lot more people on the fantasy side of the lifestyle than actually in the lifestyle. There were a lot more fakes pretending to be in the lifestyle than those actually in the lifestyle. Uh Constantly get those messages. But uh, in one encounter, it was a man that really wanted to be in the lifestyle. And we'd been talking for maybe two or three weeks. And he invited me out to dinner with him and his wife. So I show up at the restaurant. Well, we're sitting there talking. Then his wife arrives. And we, her and I discovered at the same time that she didn't know what was happening. She didn't know that I was going to be at this dinner. So they had been discussing this purely from a bedroom pillow talk perspective. And never had that key conversation of, hey, let's make this real. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so they got into a fight right there and there in the restaurant. And I excused myself and carried off my knife. Hey, guys. Guess what? I have found something pretty amazing. It is a natural way for you to get better erection strength, quality, and firmness. All things I know you want. And it also gives you better performance and stamina in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. And as a bonus, it benefits your overall cardiovascular and sexual health. It's called Joy Mode. And I love the name. It's a sexual performance booster and it's made with science-backed ingredients. It's like a pre-workout supplement, but for the bedroom. So whether you're amping up the heat with the wife in the bedroom or you're going for gold (laughs) in a marathon session at a hotel takeover event, this supplement has to be part of your routine, part of the checklist. You can learn more and order yours at usejoymode.com. And if you enter the code VENUS, you get 20% off. So that's usejoymode.com. Go ahead, get yours. Thank me later. You know what? I have heard of that happening. And you if you're anywhere online in this lifestyle and you will hear some frustrated husbands talking to each other about my wife won't do this for real or she won't, you know, talk about it or I really want her to but she won't and blah blah blah. I have actually heard them give advice to each other the world's worst advice and oh, one of them one of them being uh you just you know surprise her with a bull you just sort of like you know put this bull in this situation and and hope she goes for it An i'm like, absolute terrible idea the fuck is that shit <laughs> Can't, you know, do, do not. This is this whole idea that guys have where they think that they can trick their wife into doing yep. this for them. I'm like, oh my God. And I you... get those kind of request messages all the time. I, I bet will have you do. Guys that say, like, hey, could you go hit on my wife on Instagram or hit on her at this bar she'll be at and try to seduce her? I'm like, that's no. You are trying to blow up your marriage. Please stop it. Yes. It's such a terrible idea. And like you were talking about, I will hear, I will see those conversations of um, aspirant cucks giving advice to each other, and they'll be talking about things that sound like emotional blackmail and trying to guilt their wives. And it's like, this is the worst possible way to go about this. Uh, You can bring up the idea to her. You can tell her how 
important it is to you, but you cannot just keep pushing it or try to trick her into being on board with this. That is yeah. like a surefire way to ruin your relationship. I I bet a lot of it comes is born out of um, desperation because they really yep. want this so badly that they're willing to try anything to get their wife to agree to do this. I get that. I understand it. Yeah. But it is just going to make things worse. It is going to, you're going to end up single and or divorced, whatever. Like, it's just the worst way to go about it. Um, I bet you get lots of guys messaging you with pics of their wife and wanting to know what your reaction is when you see them, right? Every single day. Yeah. <laughs> Every so- day. I call those would you fuck my wife conversations. I don't engage in them because they're just not interesting. They're all the same. I don't want to sit there and have some fantasy sexting conversation with a guy. I understand why he's after it because unfortunately the vast majority of people will never be able to jump into the reality side of this kink. Um, They're just not in the right relationship for it. They're not in a right place. Their spouse just isn't interested. It's unfortunate, but you have to deal with the reality of that. Um, And it's perfectly fine to want to have those role play fancy conversations, but have them with people that are also interested in having them. Don't pretend that it's something genuine going somewhere. That's just obnoxious. Yeah, I get, (laughs) I don't get those. I don't get guys sending me pictures of their wife, but I do get cucks who will message me with something like, um, do you think that a two inch penis is small? And I'm like, <laughs> Google can tell you that, but I'm like, why the fuck are you messaging me with this? I know exactly why, because you want to just wank off while I tell you that, yes, it's really yeah. fucking small. They want and you to be their like, kink dispenser. Yeah. yeah, kink dispenser is exactly how I feel. You're just sucking out my time right now, uh, for your, your old wank session. So I'm like, this is so annoying as fuck, and yet I get it all the time. Yep. <laughs> so guys, can you please stop that? Stop it. <laughs> the, the oddest ones are guys that reach out to me and describe some very specific situation to the relationship or how they approach their wife about something. And it's like, I don't know either of you. I don't <laughs> know your relationship. I know nothing about this. I cannot provide you know, good advice. I cannot provide like what your next step should be here because I don't know how your wife's going to react. I don't know where she is headspace wise. Yeah, she probably doesn't even know about his fantasies. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so what are some of the common other common questions that you get people asking you about all the time, whether it be about the content that you create or being a bull or being a dominant? I'll give a lot of just looking for advice messages Mm -hmm. so things about how to have the discussion as go the talk with their wife about bringing this up how she may react um you know common things you may run into and just how to pivot from them and things like that and i normally direct them to two subreddits on reddit because Mm -hmm. i've never been on that side of the conversation i'm not the best person to give advice on it Mm -hmm. but like um things Hot wife advice, and then uh, oh, I forget the other one. There's another Reddit, but it's very good about other people in the lifestyle, husbands, cucks, you know, stags, whatnot, having discussions about how they had that conversation, how it went for them, tips mm-hmm. and tricks, uh, things you may encounter, and stuff like that. Like that's a much better source than me. Yeah, yeah, I get people asking for advice uh, every, every day. <laughs> Yep. Every day, <laughs> or wanting to tell me their story and, and advice. Anyway, <laughs> it's a little overwhelming at times, but the apparently that you know people really do need that. So there are women in this lifestyle who are actively creating community within the lifestyle for women spaces, uh, private spaces, safe spaces where we can connect and mentor each other and and help help each other and and have friendships. Um, which is an amazing thing and it's really helpful for the lifestyle. Yeah, absolutely. Do you, have you found that there's anything similar for bulls? Like in your in your part of this lifestyle, have you noticed do bulls reach out to each other? Is this something that goes on? 
not that I've seen. I mean, from my perspective, for the most part, bulls are pretty you know, solitary creatures. Um, I I know a few that like form groups for wives that have like you know DP or gangbang face and things like that. Mm-hmm. And there is a similar subreddit like I was talking about that's specifically for bulls. I think it's oh, it's escaping my mind right now, but it's not. Not very populated. Um, the conversations that happen there are very <laughs> fantasy influenced. I want to say yeah. um, it's just scenarios you see. And you're like, that didn't happen. Come on, like. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I'd say for the most part, the bullseye. It's mostly solo operators. That's what I kind of figured. Just from my perspective in the lifestyle, I have not seen a lot of bulls reaching out to each other. Um, even when it comes to talking about the lifestyle, um, aside from one pot, one or two podcasts, there's just not a lot of conversation going on in the lifestyle, which is very interesting to me. Um, do you have, when it comes to like specific fantasy fulfillment that you were talking about fantasy fulfillment, um, like how far do you go with that for couples? I'm assuming that you often get couples who have a specific fantasy that they would like to fulfill. Uh, how far do you go with that? I, mean, I always tell couples, I'm pretty much open to anything that doesn't involve direct male-on-male sexual contact. Uh, outside of that, like, picture a fantasy. I'm open. Let's talk about it. Um, yeah. There's actually one specific fantasy I've always been very curious to find a couple that's in for. And this is more at the extreme end. But it's going on the honeymoon with a couple and fucking the wife throughout the entire time. <laughs> but yeah, that, that, oh, I actually had a couple a couple months ago I was talking to and they were like, we're, we're actually engaged and that sounds phenomenal. It didn't work out for other reasons, but like that would just be such an amazing story to just share and like people and be like, good God, that actually happened? Like, yeah, I've got video. Here you go. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I don't know if you've heard about my ultimate cuckolding fantasy that I have, but it's the wedding night BBC gangbang um, that I'm determined. But on my list of uh, 17 ways to cuck your man, um, <laughs> that's on there actually is having your bull with you for honeymoon and anniversaries. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm still waiting for the right couple to do that one. Yeah. I'm very interested. That'd be awesome to do. It's hot as fuck. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Okay. So maybe, maybe one day. Um, um, Okay. So you're definitely not down for the forced by aspects of fantasies uh, with cuckolding couples, correct? Correct. Okay. What about the ones that have the sissy fetishes? Are you down for that? Like as far as having them around and participating in the humiliation aspects of that? Oh yeah. I'm perfectly fine with that. Okay. Um, I, I don't kink shame. Yeah. Like even the forced buy stuff, I have nothing wrong with that. I'm just not personally you know, sexually attracted to men. So can't really participate there. But as far as sissy stuff, like, I play with couples now that are into that. Um, like the the wife, whose husband's dom, will you know, dress her husband up in panties and maid outfits and things like that. Force him to wear like uh, dildo belts, I guess would be the best way to describe them. Um, and all manner of things like that. Make him wear makeup, fake lashes, whatnot. Um, and if they're into that, I'll absolutely lean into it. I'll, I'll help humiliate him. Oh my goodness. That's awesome. Especially if he's very like, I don't know, masculine dominant kind of alpha guy in everyday life to do that to him. Oh yeah, absolutely. Which happens a lot. Um, I think there's this misconception with a lot of people on the outside that everyone with a cuckold fantasy is like a small guy with a tiny dick and like Mm. this, this fantasy mindset of like, they actually are what their kink is. And it's a very mental kink. It's not always linked to what they are physically or how they are outside of kink. Um, I've met plenty of cucks that are, honestly, for the majority, most cucks I know are very successful in their day-to-day life. They're professionals that are like high-end enterprise managers, doctors, lawyers, things like that. Um, Almost all of them have average-sized dicks. There was one couple I knew 
probably five years ago, um, where the husband had a heavy cuckold fantasy. Um, he was into being pegged by his wife. And and it, it, that one always made me laugh just because of the sheer size difference between them. Um, the wife was like 5'2", 100 pounds. And the husband is this 6'6", 280-pound Viking-looking guy. Um, he had a larger cock than me. But he was absolutely into like small penis humiliation, being pegged by his wife, justification, verbal degradation, all of that. But, you know, it obviously had no correlation with who he actually was as a person, just a mental kick. That's what yeah. got him off. Yeah. Yeah, that was the thing about my very first pegging experience that I, I didn't anticipate. Well, I didn't think I would like pegging ever because I was like, I'm not going to feel anything. Why the fuck do I want to do this? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, I like getting fucked. I, I don't want to just sit there with a toy and, you know, fuck this guy's ass. But I did not anticipate how fun, how <laughs> amazing it would be. But just being able to like physically overpower a guy like that. <laughs> so yeah. when you were saying about their size, like she's this little woman and he's like this big guy. I'm just imagining that there is something to that. Not just the yeah. optics of it, but just the like, emotional, like I'm just going to like right. get on top of you kind of thing. And like, like oh, the tables have turned. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, and the noises that men make when they're getting their ass fucked. Oh my God. It is something so hot for me. Oh, I just, yeah. I love it. So tangentially related, a common question I'll get. Um, since you never see my content, I'm very heavy on the foreplay. Um, some of my dates are usually about two hours. And honestly, probably the first hour is foreplay. It's kinky stuff. It's uh, eating pussy. It's tying the woman up. It's forced orgasms. It's you know, whatever the flavor of the moment is there. And I will have a lot of men that aren't heavily in the foreplay that are questioning, like, how are you enjoying this? Like, you're not, you're not fucking them. You're not getting your dick sucked the entire time. You're not getting any direct sexual gratification from this act why do you you know keep going on with it and it's like i'm into domination and i'm into fantasy fulfillment if they're having an amazing time i'm enjoying this like that, you know, that's what i'm into like and they're moaning and yelling and screaming the whole time like yeah, having a great time yeah so like that's why i do what i do isn't that interesting because oh this is gonna sound kind of mean but like um I think most men are dumb as fuck when it comes to like pleasure for women. They assume that a dick in her pussy is everything she's ever going to need. And it is like the thing that is amazing. That's the mm -hmm. source of all pleasure. And like, that's it. And so I'm like, do you understand that like 80% of women do not have an orgasm from just dick and pussy? Like, right. Yeah. Like, they need piss stimulation. Yeah. They do. And <laughs> they need other stuff <laughs> so right. so and like so for but then i guess with like you know cuck, most cuck porn is like it's all dick and pussy i mean that and she's getting off 14 times and she's like oh my god it's best sex in my entire life blah 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 and and so they're they're you know they're absorbing this and that, that's what they think that we want to need and i'm like man no so no. I will have guys reach out to me that want to be get into the lifestyle as a bull or a third for couples. And that's usually one of the things I make sure to convey. Like, please don't look at professional porn and believe that's how any scenario will actually play out. Mm -hmm. They're very much after a specific kind of product, which is usually a lot of like close-up penis and vaginal like insertion penetration shots. And in real life, like that's not what women care about completely that's not what's going to do it for them nope. um i would make sure like hey just talk to your partner figure out what they're after what does it for them what kind of experience they want and it always blows my mind a little bit like something that seems that obvious to me has to be like hammered in because they're just like no just gotta fuck them good right hold them down and fuck them good i'm like right. oh, not always that's nice yeah but there's other stuff man you gotta explore Yes. Broaden your horizons. Yes. Yes. One of my favorite guys that I was with recently um, blew my mind because he was this very, like, holistic, sensual lover. Like, <laughs> mm -hmm. 
did fuck the shit out of me, but there was uh, like at least like 15 other things that we were doing that was like, when it comes to pleasure, it was like amazing. And so it just added to the whole experience. And I was just like, wow, that that's, that's it right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm not surprised that guys are looking at you like, why are you doing all that foreplay? Like she just wants to get a, your big dick in her pussy and like they just don't they don't get it they don't understand that's why i have like guys who ask me no 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 so many cucks have asked me over the years about like some bull i was with and they're like how many times did you come they want me to say 14 times they want me to right. say like oh so many i lost count they want me to say they want to hear that cuz that's right. in their mind what is going to happen right Meanwhile, I'm one of those 80% of women who needs more than just dick and pussy <laughs> to, to get off. And so like it, it most, a lot of my sexual encounters don't equal um, orgasm for me. And I am totally okay with that. Like for me, I am, you know, my vibrator does it in 30 seconds or less. So I'm not like, I'm, I'm not deprived of orgasms in my life. Yeah. <laughs> I just, you know, seek out pleasure when I go to these experiences and yeah. I get it. And I'm a size queen. So I like the feeling of being stretched and I like the feeling of like my cervix getting a pounding. And so there's other sources of pleasure that I get immense pleasure that I get from these experiences, but guys are so hyper-focused on the orgasm and how many times she comes. I was like, can you stop? Like, just stop with that nonsense. Just fuck off. Yeah, I mean, that's a more, like, holistic, sensual experience. You want, like, a mental aspect to it and things like that. And I think a lot of the guys that ask those questions are coming from it from their perspective and their experience, where an orgasm is the end-all, be-all. Yeah, because for guys, a lot, it, you know, it is. that That's the end. <laughs> Right. And they, they can't understand the perspective of like most women aren't like that. Yeah, they love orgasms. Orgasms are great, but like an orgasm isn't everything. It's not the entire experience for them. Um, I've met women that are just absolute orgasm junkies. And in two hours, they can come 15 times. Like most women are not like that. That's a rarity. Yeah. Yeah. Lucky women. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, those are the women that really love the forced orgasm play, um, like the fucking machines or the bench or the I Sibian and things like that. Oh, the Sibian. Fuck my life. I love the <laughs> Sibian. Oh, my God. I I tried it at a sex party one time, and I thought I was going to get launched straight into outer space. I was just like, holy fuck, this thing is amazing. Just combines every single thing I need to get off. So <laughs> I was just like, oh, yeah, damn. It's really great, too, for combining with other things. Like, if you're submissive, combine with, like, bondage and yes. a sense of deprivation to which the point, like, the only thing you can focus on is the pleasure. You yes. can't see. You can also block the ears, too, for, like, complete blackout. And then it's just, like, insane orgasms. Um. So do you exclusively play with couples who are into interracial or or how much of a thing is that for you? Honestly, it's not a big aspect for me from my relationship with the couples. Um, it's not something we talk about a lot. It's not, there's really no race play in any of my interactions or things like that. Uh, I have no doubt that there is that aspect of tabooness or whatever it is, fuels interracial kind of cuckolding stuff. But it's not overt in my uh, experience. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure that there is because it's so popular. It's such a huge thing, not just in cuckold porn, but like in the fantasies of, of cucks is uh, having the big black bull who's going to come in and fuck your wife so much better than you ever could oh, yeah, kind of thing. So I'm sure you must get that often. Hey, did you know that there's a one-of-a-kind matchmaking service for cuckolding and female-led relationships? Venus Connections is a private service for single men and single women who want a loving cuckolding relationship. And now there's a new separate FLR program too. There's no scrolling through profiles or sharing photos with members. It's totally private. And the dates are blind dates too. Included in the program is a three-week course and an interview with me. 
So join now at venusconnections.com and use the code TOPTIER2024 for 40% off the top 1% membership. That's venusconnections.com. Make 2024 the year that you get the relationship of your dreams. Yeah, I get it in messages all the time, um, especially from the guys that want to have those fantasy sexing conversations and things like that. They usually want to lean pretty heavily into the interracial aspect of it. It's like, oh, you should come see my tiny white wife and things like that. (laughs) And uh, and nothing against it. It's not my cup of tea. Um, I don't like to lean into the race play side of it, but I get it. Yeah, I had the, my very first cuckolding experience. Um, my boyfriend was listening on the phone, and it was with a, a black bull, and he was an experienced black bull. Um, but we did not. I mean, talk about fucking up experiences in the beginning. Like you just don't know what mistakes you're making. <laughs> <And> so, yeah. <laughs> Learning experiences, yeah. Learn, learning, right? We. I did not have a conversation with this guy about what exactly you know, I was comfortable with, or he, he didn't ask me or anything like that. And so we we were just kind of winging it. And, um, so I walked into the hotel room, you know, and he's there. And then I called my boyfriend and stuff. And this guy, this bull, this is so crazy because it only ever happened that one time. (laughs) It happened to me my first time. He drops like the race play card on me mid mid fuck, and I was like, "What?" (laughs) (laughs) I was like, "Holy shit!" Like I, I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" Like, but I knew that shit turned on my boyfriend. But these two hadn't talked; they didn't know, and so I was like, "Oh my god!" I know that my boyfriend's listening right now, and he's like going to be like losing his mind. So I was kind of turned on by that part, but I was also very uncomfortable because I was like, I'm not that, I mean, uh, it, the whole like verbal stuff with rape, race play and stuff like that. I was like, oh, I'm like not comfortable with that. But then at the same time, it was almost like this insane level of taboo added on to the whole thing. And I was like, yeah, damn, yeah. like the more <laughs> naughty it is, is it? the more hot it gets but i was like <laughs> i was so i was so t- i was like how the fuck do you drop that on me like that like it just like in the, i mean it turned out okay but i was just like damn my first time and you're gonna drop that on me like fuck <laughs> <laughs> oh man i actually have a related story from early on uh, i was speaking with a couple and we were just having the normal conversations about you know, what everyone's boundaries are at what they're into what the fence looks like in their head things like that. And the husband started describing this very specific scenario he had in mind. And it turned out to be a, like a plantation fantasy, more or less. Oh, no. Um, He wanted to be like slave rebelling against the slave master and fucking the white wife. And I was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not participating in that. Yeah, that's definitely crossing a line into crazy town i don't know <laughs> i wouldn't be at all comfortable with that either um but yeah so that's interesting that you know it is something that that men do fantasize a lot about but um it sounds like you've definitely got your boundaries with that which is cool i was like not at all prepared for it so <laughs> i was just like holy shit um, and then I like I would never bring that up in race play like that in in ever like ever in an experience with a black guy like never I mean that would be the most rude thing I would think I could possibly do and so disrespectful but I have had a couple of guys since then who have initiated it and I get that same feeling of like oh like this is very naughty like (laughs) you know this is very 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 naughty and kind of excited but still also just like damn like fuck we're pushing the limits here you know and like oh anyway but yeah it's it's i for me it would only be sexy if like the guy was into it if the bull was into it you know like if he was the one to initiate it otherwise hell no i'm not bringing that up I mean, I've touched on it before with couples, um, just kind of leaning into the, 
the stereotype of like black men have big dicks. And if I know the husband has like a small penis humiliation kink and I get the sense or I'll talk to the wife, he's like, he'd be in the race stuff. Like I'll lean into that a bit. Babe. So like, um, talking about like small white dick can't satisfy his wife. So he's just he's a big black cock to make her feel good and yeah. things like that. So I'll lean into that aspect. That's probably about as far as I'd go on my own. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely a um, a wide a wide spectrum of play when it comes to or interest when it comes to interracial online. You've got people who are, you know, just like you said, into the um, or the, just even just the skin contrast, you know, or you know, size, your stereotypes and stuff like that. And then on, on the other end, you've got people who are full on into like racial supremacy kind of thing and white race extinction and stuff like that and there's very there is that shit that's out there too and yeah I'm like, oh, that is crazy town to me <laughs> i've got two comments there so like the skin contrast i actually do love that it makes phenomenal yeah. photos so i mm-hmm. love just dramatic photos it makes great photos uh the black new world order stuff that actually came to me in a conversation with a prospective cuckold and we were just talking through it and he was describing it. I was like, this sounds like a genocide kink. You have a genocide kink? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just because you're black, just because you're a bull does not mean that you subscribe to that. So, um, all right. I'm going to wrap stuff up before I ask you where people can uh, can find you and learn more about you. Do you have any kind of last words about advice for whether it be um, wannabe bulls or couples wanting to explore into this lifestyle or single cucks? Do you have any advice that you want to share? Yeah, I, mean, I can touch on a little bit of all those groups. I mean, for single guys that have a stag fantasy or a cuckold fantasy, the biggest advice I can give is you can go study a bit. They're um, like hot wife advice on Reddit and some others that just you know, give perspectives from others that have been in that conversation. But just be transparent with your spouse. Be upfront. Uh, lay out what it is you enjoy about the lifestyle, the fancy of the lifestyle at that point, and like how you'd like to explore it. Um, I always see the one of the biggest things that wives will come back with is they feel it's a it's a way for the husband to start fucking other women. Mm-hmm. And this is his way. And most likely it's not that. Like most of the men aren't even interested in that. They just, you know, they want to see their wife get fucked. Um, so like, be transparent with that. Be straightforward. And, you know, don't try and bamboozle her <laughs> into the lifestyle or trick her, or ambush her with a bull, or anything like that. That's bound to backfire on you. It will not go well. Mm -hmm. Uh, For bulls, um, I actually wrote a big post about this, because it's an area I have a lot more expertise in. It's the area I'm on. Um, Also, same advice there a little bit. Be transparent. There's no point in sending out five-year-old photos, or lying about your dimensions on things, lying about your experience, because People will very quickly realize what's true and what's not. You can't just show up to the room and expect them to disregard any lies you may have made up until that point. It's going to be a bad experience for you and them. Um, But also, men have to remember that couples online that are searching for a bull are flooded with responses nonstop. They probably got 20, 30 messages that day. They're going to get another 40 tomorrow. Um, so you have to find a way to set yourself apart. You have to be unique in some way. You have to bring something interesting to the table to separate yourself from the hordes they're dealing with on a daily basis. Um, yeah, just make sure you talk to them. Don't assume you know what they want because you know, couples know what they want. They've discussed this fantasy a lot before they got to the step of searching for a bull. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to, there's no guesswork involved there. Just, just talk to them. Yeah. And so, all right. Thank you for that. That was all very good advice. I really, really um, appreciate all of it and agree with it 100%. Um, where can people find more about you and the content that you create? Yeah, so they can find me on my website. It's kyogeo.com, C-U-I-O-G-E-O.com, or on OnlyFans at Kyogeo, same spelling. Um, I'm also on Twitter and Reddit. 
You can really just Google my name. You'll find all the places on that. I'm very prolific on the web. <laughs> it's a very unique name, too. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the links uh, for all of your sites will be in the show notes for today as well. If you're listening and you can't remember what he just said, don't worry. Just look in the description notes for today's episode and you'll be able to find them there. Well, QO Geo, thank you so much for being on the show today. I definitely enjoyed talking with you and perhaps I'll have you back sometime. Yeah, it was a great time. I enjoyed it. Thank you very much. All right. So that's going to be it for this episode today. I hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you go to venuscuckoldress.com, of course. <laughs> Check out the new Queen's Quarters fan hub and all the new goodies that you get with it. No more Patreon as of the end of October. Bye-bye, Patreon. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, my handle is at V. That's going to be it for this episode. We'll see you next time. Can you believe it's been four years since I first started this podcast? And looking back, I had no idea that this would be my full-time job. I love the work that I do. And it's because of you, the listeners, and your support that I'm able to do this. So right now, if you join the Helpful Cuck tier, you get tons of benefits. My favorite ones are the private one-to-one chat every month. You also get access to my private Snapchat group. Weekly live hangouts with me on Crowdcast. I love those. And you get juicy bonus episodes. There's key holding. There's video replays of the Pillow Talk events. And there's also access to my private community on the Moan app. So join right now. You can use the promo code CUCKLOVE2024 for 15% off your Helpful Cuck membership at venuscuckoldress.com.